0: Hermes, draw near, and to my prayer incline. In arts gymnastic, and in fraud divine, dire weapon of the tongue, which men revere, be present, Hermes, and thy subplant here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode three, retrogrades.
1: Thank you for supporting the show by subscribing, rating, and sharing. Please join us at Patreon.com/slash Third Eye Enjoy the show
0: hello (laughs) welcome to third eye bind I'm Laura and I'm Caitlin
1: and today we're talking about
0: retrogrades Retrogrades. (laughs) (laughs) because there are many different kinds of retrogrades because there
1: are many different kinds of retrogrades Mm.
0: let's start by pulling a card like we we always do from our second edition siren of songs tarot deck by Lady Moon Co which is Pink
1: shameless plug. Mm-hmm. The second edition today, huh? Ooh, that's it. That's it.
0: Oh, I like this. Okay. So I pulled the star reversed, and mm. oh, it's Dolly in this deck. It is. Mm. Here's the thing about this song. It's nine to five, and the quote we have here is "tumble out of bed." And I stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition. And this is certainly a song about like having to participate in the grind in order to have our very basic needs met. Mm. And this is something that we are all kind of stuck in at this moment and desire to find liberation from. And it can feel really overwhelming to think about you as one person creating change in this thing that is so much bigger than all of us, right? But what's interesting about retrogrades, especially you know, Mercury retrograde, Jupiter retrograde, Pluto retrograde is that we have these opportunities to pause by bl- the blessing of the celestial entities the celestial powers that be to pause and really reconsider what can we break free from what can we shift out of what small things are we able to divest from that allow us to return home to ourselves and it can feel kind of frustrating when we're in retrogrades because Things aren't moving according to plan. Right. And the star when it's upright is a moment of you're exactly where you're meant to be, but reversed it's like, well, why aren't you here yet? Mm. And not as a punishment or being chastised, right? It's not like, why didn't you work hard enough to get here? But it's what's just not working for you. And how do we fix that? retrogrades really allow us the space and the time and the capacity to figure this stuff out so that we can feel generally happier about existing on planet earth i love this card for us i love that it's it's true like
1: it if nothing else (laughs) playing devil's advocate with there's a lot. The first thing that comes to mind when I think of retrogrades and, and as astrological powers is just the, the blatant disregard of any sort of uh, force by the scientific community. Like scientists are like, no, they don't affect us at all. Hmm. And that's fine. But it makes me think of like, if nothing else, those times are a period of reflection. Like the planets are in motion and they are moving in a different direction. And Mm so if nothing else, if you could argue that one could just take that time to actually reflect Mm -hmm. on specific things. And that's what that is. Like, Mm -hmm. isn't that a power of sorts to even have the the time to reflect or Mm -hmm. to see the value in the time to reflect? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a it's it's an it's an interesting topic Mm -hmm. and not one that. I'm not an astrologer. We're not astrologers, but it's but it's something that bleeds. It bleeds into the non-witch, non-spiritual uh, community. Mm-hmm. It's something that everyone seems to have an opinion about. So I find that interesting and, and worth mentioning that there's a lot of just everyone's got different mm-hmm. takes on it because it is science and science. As I believe, science is a part of magic, and
0: mm-hmm. and it's it's an interesting topic, <laughs> you know. Um. You know this reminds me of a few different things one like it's so funny when not just science but really like patriarchal yeah um authority likes to reject things like astrology because i think a lot of that has to do with them being femme-centered interests Mm -hmm. so we discount them but Mm -hmm. also like i always have this saying in the back of my mind that like science is just magic that's just that's become accepted like socially acceptable Uh um but like think about the moon and how the moon pulls the tide and how our bodies are made up of water so like certainly the moon has an effect on us and the same way the Sun makes the plants push themselves up from the soil and grow and stretch their petals towards the Sun like we as human beings and earthly bodies do the same thing. We rise and we expand our petals when we are greeted by the sun. Mm -hmm. Um, This also makes Mm -hmm. me think about how you mentioned that if we just look at what's happening, which is the planets appear to be moving backwards. So maybe Mm -hmm. we should literally just reflect Mm -hmm. like that's that's really like a very beautiful and some like simple way of approaching retrogrades and magic in general. And just connecting
1: to the universe
0: mm-hmm. from a, uh,
1: some people may not find value in that. So I think a lot of patriarchal minded people are centered on knowing everything, mm-hmm. having control and and you know like like a science based mind would say nope that's not how it is because i don't have evidence for it oh good night you know like they're <laughs> just like yep cool and and that's great if that makes you happy mm-hmm. but i don't i am interested in like the power of the not knowing and the power of of because that to me that's not that doesn't mean that it's not real or that it doesn't exist it's just or that it's not real for others and it's like it's very interesting to me to to think about that mm-hmm. because it's a little it can be dismissive but everyone's you know can can believe what they want to believe but the mere fact of this is happening can we connect the motion with some sort of emotion within ourselves mm. just because because not because we're so witches <laughs> not because we're witches maybe just because we're people yes or baby you know a, it's just interesting.
0: We're people who exist on planet Earth as a part of solar system, <laughs> a as a part of the universe. Set of circumstances yes.
1: for us to be here.
0: Absolutely. So why wouldn't the planets have some sort of effect on our daily lives? Yes. And the
1: most, like you mentioned, the mm-hmm. most obvious of those being the moon and the sun,
0: mm-hmm.
1: our main, our main homes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like
0: that. mom and dad, mom and dad, grandma, the, grandpa, the
1: moon, <laughs> light and dark. So, you know, it's a very mm-hmm obvious um example of light and dark you know Mm -hmm. shade and and light and it's just like okay it's very obvious Mm -hmm. like how this works and the moon literally pulls the tides and affects our planet Mm -hmm. and it makes it bulge out like because it pulls so much and it's did you know that the sun pulls the tides as well but just not as strongly
0: interesting
1: yeah the sun does affect the tides but not the moon. The moon has more of a gravitational pull, mm. or something like that. Not as closer scientist. to us
0: than the sun, right? That so makes sense. Yeah, but it does <laughs> a
1: little bit. So it makes me wonder, like, without even without the sun, like, what would the tides do? You know, mm. like it's it's yeah. But that and that's the moon is the most obvious celestial body in our lives. And, mm-hmm. and it's my personal center of my practice. It's not everybody's, mm-hmm. but it's just the thing that called to me. And so, yes, for, for people to deny that other celestial bodies that are further away don't have an impact on us at all mm-hmm. is a little like, yeah. <laughs> and then there's menstrual cycles and things like that. Totally. And cycles of people that you know mm-hmm. have that experience that's connected to the, the phases moon. of the moon mm-hmm. and all these, these synchronicities mm-hmm. that are, as you would say, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> <And> yummy. <laughs> so it, it's like how, well,
0: I think so, like yeah. something that bums me out about retrogrades is that I sense this, especially with the growing popularity of the occult, um, <clears throat> excuse me big head nod there's this fear mongering energy yes. that i find when i log into social media about oh my god it's retrograde it's like retrograde. batten down the hatches yeah. um and i don't think it needs to be that dramatic no. i think that we are conditioned to be in this go 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 state of existence for survival a lot of us um, and so when retrograde brings in this need to mm. slow down, it can feel a little scary, but mm-hmm. the ebb and flow between energies, between polarities is is the life cycle. It's part of existence. The dance between the sun and the moon, mm-hmm. um, the dance between active magic and receptive magic is just part of life and part of the mystery. And retrogrades really invite us to make space for that slowing for that reflection and i think it was little native boy on instagram who said retrogrades are prompts they are mm. not to be feared they are guides for how you can live during a certain time
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like it's like practice or it's like mm. a it's like a fire drill yes almost
1: when you're in school and they're like okay we're time to practice this it's like okay you know it's like a lesson plan mm. almost yes if you want to think of it like that because I, I totally am with you I'm so sick of seeing like oh shit it's mercury or grain I don't know don't do anything it's almost like been commercialized at this point
0: yes absolutely because yeah. it's trendy yeah people are using it to sell things I now. mean
1: witchcraft in general has been commercialized yeah. at this point but I mean I saw like a dove commercial and I was like oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> interesting you know like print I'm seeing it in like print or like like herbal if this was the 90s herbal essences would have a commercial absolutely with like, with, like a
0: practical magic vibe yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and that's cool but also weird that's a whole nother topic <laughs> but like I do notice that it's all this fear-mongering and just like oh no it's a retrograde mm-hmm. and and that doesn't mean that like uh things are gonna, aren't going to change for you mm-hmm. or feel different. But but I do think that the collective fear-mongering mindset of retrograde affects your experience of retrograde mm-hmm. itself.
0: And it can make you miss the lesson because you're so afraid of just things, the experience. Yeah. Things going
1: wrong or...
0: Absolutely. And when it comes to Mercury retrograde, like, yes, there are annoying things that happen, like... My navigation
1: communication breakdown did not work
0: at all during retrograde i was going all over the place and it was fine i was planning more time out when i could um Mm. i drop shit. yeah literally i'm just like like i'll try to light (laughs)
1: light this candle i'm just like oh no everything's falling everything is falling i don't have balance i feel imbalanced that's funny communication emails don't go through people don't get back to me
0: I'm realizing the balance thing <sighs> that was something that dawned on me this recent retrograde too but really? I didn't think like whether or not it was connected but then it's once physical yeah I'm that's literally really
1: funny. imbalanced yeah it's weird right
0: you know this most recent Mercury retrograde we just exited out of it like a couple of weeks ago maybe mm, yeah But (laughs) I had I had stuff coming up and out of me from 12 years ago that I thought I was over, but I realized I didn't actually grieve and process that experience. I just kept going Mm -hmm. and my life changed and I ignored this entire part of myself and I had to spend some time grieving making art about that grief making playlists making collages writing stories and just like getting it all out of me and i was like oh my god like am i not over this did i make huge life mistakes and i realized no i just didn't have any time to be sad about it while it was happening Mm -hmm. and i think that retrogrades can be a really helpful reminder that our healing process is not linear And grief, we've talked about grief a lot on this show, um, but grief is not a linear experience. And we might go for weeks, months, years feeling okay. And then all of a sudden this bubble rises to the surface and we can't push it down anymore. And retrograde is a really good time to offer yourself that kind of healing mm-hmm. off of offer yourself that kind of tenderness. And you know, the thing you said about the fire drill, I think that's a really good analogy because it might not relate to what you're currently moving through. The mm-hmm. messages of a retrograde might not immediately relate to what you're currently moving through. It might not be what's on the lesson plan, but it has to happen now. Because it's fixed. Mm-hmm.
1: And that, hey, we can't mm-hmm. tell Mercury when to spin the other way, whatever the fuck it's doing. You know what I mean? They
0: tell us, (laughs) they tell
1: the yeah. And that that's (laughs) that's that, you know, that's very interesting. I've, I've had a lot of over the past year, really. But really, this past retrograde, I was deeply depressed. Yeah. And for other reasons, whatever. But it 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 did bring up a lot of a lot of like for me, it was like Old stuff needs to go. Mm-hmm. Like you need to like hug your inner child and move the fuck on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. truly just you're not the person you were. Yeah. And if you're someone like I believe both of us who would numb our pain
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> through
1: substances or, mm-hmm. you know, other things for a long time, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I was addicted to pot, you guys. Like, it's nothing crazy, but I'm like, I'm like, what's his name? <laughs> Bob Saget. And um, he's like, I sucked dick for Coke. That's the thing. That's the... I'm like, uh, half-baked. I'm like Dave Chappelle and half-baked when he goes to the meeting. They're like, What? <laughs> But it's a real thing and you can be addicted okay yeah you can be addicted to to literally
0: anything Anything. yeah okay people eat lip gloss and stuff it's fine you can be addicted to literally anything being a human's so weird yeah it's weird anyway (laughs) um
1: that has been a big lesson lately and i think that this past retrograde really i don't know it's like a feeling of rock bottom comes to Mm. mind like or mentally it's like okay i'm fucking miserable Mm -hmm. okay i'm done being miserable now yeah i don't know if that's because i'm a gemini (laughs) or not there's the first mention (laughs) but it's just sometimes i'm just over it when i'm over it and and i'm grateful for whatever that for being like all right am i gonna spend my life feeling like this or Mm -hmm. am i gonna like buck up and in a healthy way, like just not Mm -hmm. just let that go a little bit.
0: And if it wasn't for like, the pause and the reflection that the retrograde forces upon Mm -hmm. us, like we would just still be carrying that shit around and just, and just Mm -hmm. moving
1: through it without recognition. And then someday it's going to come. Exactly. And it consumes
0: our energy subconsciously. And that's energy that we could be spending on literally anything else. I think it's interesting that you went back to that kind of time, because for me, it was the same thing. Like I was going back to the worst worst yeah. time in my substance abuse for me it was alcohol cocaine and MDMA <laughs> um it was so much fun I but I was also awful 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 so much fun awful so there was a reason I didn't chill. have a platform back then because I was a fucking Same. mess Same. like I was not born the person that I am no. I had to and I continue to be a student of mm-hmm. the universe. But for me, it was a lot of like heart healing through purging. I had to get it out. I had to get it out. And so I think it's really interesting that mm. your experience is kind of similar. Yeah. Um, we really are all mirrors for one another.
1: And you know what else was weird about the timing of the retrograde with my my therapist? I see a therapist, a mm-hmm. talk therapist currently. She like had to dip out on me for like two weeks (gasps) during the
0: retrograde. She was going through it.
1: (laughs) She was yeah. She actually is from Texas and was was volunteering to help the students Mm. that were affected by the shooting there. So she was. I wasn't angry. You know what Mm. I mean? But but it was like the timing. She's yeah. She's very cool. But the timing of it, I was like, oh no! And I was a hot load of emotions and things had like some. I was dealing with some, like, situational stuff, too, where I was like, oh, no, this thing is going to happen, and I'm anxious about it. Yeah. But, point being, and it felt like the end it was retrograde. I was like, oh, fuck, it's retrograde, too, at first. But <laughs> then I feel like it's sort of, you know what I mean? Like, because yes. there's, the, there's the whole thing, and it's like, oh, shit. You know, we see all the memes, and the and if they're funny. They're you know so what I mean? funny. I love,
0: they're I love trashy astrology.
1: I love trashy astrology, period. I love it period. Give me a generic Gemini 2 faced bitch shit Absolutely. all day long. I, I am love not offended. It. Yes.
0: Like, like, like repost. Like repost. <laughs>
1: I'm a piece of shit Gemini. Love it so hard. Subscribe.
0: Subscribe. But they're jokes, everyone. But they're <laughs> jokes. Okay. They lack the nuance and the complexity. <laughs> they lack, they're, they're not like, oh, you know, it'd be cool if you had
1: somebody like make memes specifically for you based on your chart
0: <laughs> that's a job idea that's, that's a, a really job good business idea. idea i'm not gonna do it Me <laughs> either
1: but i fully support if anyone out there wants to make that happen because that is cool like birth chart readings yeah. but they also make you funny memes to yes, repost about yourself
0: there are like so many astro apps these days that. and that one doesn't exist yet
1: <laughs> you're welcome somebody just sponsor the podcast when you Please make, make it happen monies.
0: right but <laughs> but i feel
1: like during that time it was so shitty but i felt sort of cradled by the stupid retrograde like mm. i felt like not cradled like oh mm-hmm. i love you but like hey yeah. pay attention just kind of guided by that time and i think i did take that time to feel like garbage and then
0: mm-hmm.
1: sort of climb my way out of it yeah it's weird it, it wasn't like it was I don't know, it just felt, like, so horrible that I was like, okay, I'm sick of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am sick of this shit. Let's get yeah. it together. The only know? way
0: out is, is through. through. Jinx. hmm hmm So,
1: yeah, I mean, it can be an, intense, but... Oh, my other thing I was going to mention was that if you're someone who, like, doesn't see a therapist, can't afford therapy, mm-hmm. like... And you're 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 witchy. You're into this kind of thing. Maybe viewing, giving yourself like retrogrades as markers to explore these things might be helpful. Mm. A free and helpful way to sort of
0: mm-hmm.
1: go about that. I don't know.
0: Yes. Instead of like seeing these times as like red flag, Doomsday. cautionary tales. Right. See them as foundations that we can anchor into instead um instead of you know swimming against the tide and uh, being in a state of panic about what could happen we could make like the salmon and swim with mm-hmm. the flow oh I switched from tides to rivers <laughs> it's
1: a freshwater fish. <laughs> freshwater fish you know there are, there are sharks that there's a Oh fuck was I watching some cryptid thing and it, they were looking for like a monster but they were talking about how like there's seals that live in lakes like what? like saltwater seals that live in I think it's in Alaska there's in lakes there's a big-ass lake in Alaska where lakes they live freak me out. really
0: yeah it's the expansiveness of the depths mm. in a small contained area
1: <laughs> oh so like ocean not so much or lakes are ocean
0: worse? especially stressful like ocean it's is just scary. so vast why are whales so big they're um,
1: freaking scary. If I saw one, I would die.
0: And like, I'm I'm a sea witch. <laughs> Me too. I'm a mermaid. Yes. Like I, I worship it. sea gods. But yes, whoo, I'm very reverent and respectful. Re- yes,
1: <laughs> reverent. I'm not going in it. it? That's another yeah. thing too. It's like, Ooh, oh, uh-uh. why are you? You're a sea witch, but you're afraid of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yes, bitch, I am. Because I know what I know how powerful it is. I'm scared. And honestly, this is I've said this before. And I'm going to say it again. I think I was a sea lion in a past life and I got eaten by a shark. I bet you did. I know what it's like. <laughs> They're like unsubscribe <laughs> to podcasts. I literally don't care anymore what people think about this. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I remember what it's like to see a shark come up to me and eat me. Like yeah. I know what that fucking feels like and it's terrifying. Absolutely. And that's why I don't want to die again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. I subscribe to that.
0: Thank you. Totally. I was a sea lion in a past life. I was a siren, but I was more of the like cove and the shore, I like that. not the depths. I was like
1: in it's, that's not the depths. Yeah, I anyway, can't. Anyway, It's not too much fun. unknown. I'm like scared right now. Like that's not.
0: <laughs> Before I go um, in the water at the beach, I ask the water for permission. Mm-hmm. Because awesome. I go
1: up to my knees yeah. and then I call it a day. But I will yeah. like. I'll, like, be like, ugh, and let the wave, like, rush <laughs> over me, and then I'm like, okay, my head's not going under there, though.
0: I try to put my head under sometimes. If I need, like, a good cleansing, like a natural water that's cleansing. Good. But I'm I always slightly afraid.
1: <laughs> I'll be in, like, it'll be, like, two feet of water, and I'll just be, like, planked, like, boom. Okay, there I <laughs> baptize myself in this.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a weird relationship, but that's the way it is. I don't know. I feel like... More humans should be reverent of bodies that are larger than ourselves, like the ocean or like the planets, like the moon, like Mercury, like the sun and Jupiter. Absolutely. Can we talk
1: about Pluto for a minute? I love Pluto. (laughs) Why is it not a planet anymore? Allegedly. Like who decided that Pluto? But not astrologers. But not astrologers. (laughs) Pluto was NASA. I know the least about Pluto. I think
0: you know. For me,
1: we do we have houses in Pluto? Is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, isn't it the twelfth house
0: is ruled by Pluto, and I believe that Pluto is associated with Scorpio. And then like Pluto would be
1: one of those like Pluto's one of those houses where it's like it's all the same for eight years.
0: It is yes. So I call those so, the boring ones Capricorn. where I'm like, eh. it seems boring, right? But <laughs> it's about like the collective change. Such a piece of shit. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's not a, it's
1: not a specific one to me. I don't want it.
0: <laughs> if this doesn't make me special, I do t- not care.
1: This <laughs> is for everyone my age. I don't fucking care.
0: <laughs> but those are the ones that like the most radical shifts in society come right. from. Right, it's like societal. Mm-hmm. And I think our generation is Pluto in Capricorn, Mm. which is interesting because Capricorn is one of those signs that I, Gemini, like struggle with.
1: I was just thinking that Mm -hmm. today. And I birthed a Capricorn. You birthed
0: a Capricorn. I know. I was like,
1: what? I think (laughs) think my Mars is in. No, I'm going to have to pull out my phone and, and I
0: have check. a stellium in Capricorn what's a stellium a stellium is when you have three or more planets in one sign so oh, I have a stellium in Capricorn which means that I'm destined to be successful and abundant are um, you <laughs> god willing wait three three
1: or more other than your does your sun and moon count yeah
0: all of oh, them wait, count do I have a stellium so like I have a gemini stellium Don't. a Capricorn stellium and a cancer stellium so it's three or more mm-hmm I don't have a stellium at all. What? That's so sad.
1: But I got uh, my variety. Mars is in Capricorn, <laughs> so my Neptune and my Mars are in Capricorn.
0: Mars in Capricorn is interesting. I to know me. it's like Cause let's like, get Aries. it done. That's a lot of RAM. That's goat, a lot of energy. Go, but that's
1: like business, right? It's mm-hmm. like let's get shit fucking done. Yeah, aggressive. Well, it's
0: interesting because Capricorn is at the end of the zodiac, and Aries is the first sign. So like Capricorn is kind of like the cum- curmudgeon who's like, I've done this before. Just do it my way, right. and we'll get it done right. And Aries is like, Let's fucking try something. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely more <laughs> Capricorn. <laughs> I want to so the two him. of them together, I could see them like getting a lot done when they can finally agree on what it is that they're doing.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely more Capricorn.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I have Mercury and Venus and Cancer. And then I, my Saturn, my Uranus are in Sagittarius. And my my Pisces is in Jupiter. Oh wait, where's Pluto? Your Jupiter's in
0: Pisces, Scorpio
1: for me. And Pluto's Pluto. in Scorpio. Yeah, that's the whole point of that was to find out my Pluto. I think Pluto. my
0: Pluto's in Scorpio too. Really? Yeah. Are you
1: looking on where's your my time passages?
0: App? No, so I use time passages. <laughs> Ooh, time passages. Which is it costs thirty dollars one oh. time. But it's the best. Oh, that's cool. It is the best astrology app that there is, made by actual astrologers. Oh. My Pluto's in Scorpio, too. Hmm. My Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune are in Capricorn. I
1: like how you say Uranus and not Uranus like me. I,
0: like, emphasize the anus. Your (laughs) anus. I'm in your anus. Your anus is in Capricorn. Your anus. And that's the show, folks. (laughs) Where is your anus?
1: Tell us down below. Send us at the the witch line. Let uh, us know. (laughs) Let us know.
0: Where your anus
1: is. That's the most important placement is your anus.
0: (laughs) But retrogrades, though. Retrogrades. What other
1: kinds of retrogrades are there as
0: everything move I don't know. So. There's currently a Jupiter. I, you know the other I ones are jealous. I some really good ones because I think we're currently in a major retrograde. And I believe you're right. Where's my show
1: notes? But like where's, you know, Jupiter's Jupiter. Like, man, that Mercury gets all the attention.
0: Right? Well, it's because Mercury does this... Six. How much? How many times? It's three to four times a six year. Six to
1: eight, and then it ends long? up being it's six like to eight months. Half the year we're in retrograde. Yeah,
0: half the month, half of the year we are in Mercury retrograde, and currently we're in a Mars retrograde, That's which right. goes from. Oh no, we're in a Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter. hmm And that goes all the way through November what does that even entail do so you know? jupiter is like zeus so that's like oh. your big daddy, big daddy luck Ash. abundance expansion oh. okay. where saturn is about like contraction Contract. yeah. and yeah. what we're getting rid of and digging into our discipline yeah. jupiter helps you cash in on mm. those disciplines that have been serving you so well mm. through mm. your studies with saturn um But it's interesting because those bigger planets affect not just us individually, like they affect the shift of our societies and our systems. Mm. So this should be an interesting one. It's retrograding through Pisces. And this is according to Lisa's Stardust Tarot. It will be... Its job is to push us out of our comfort zones and into uncharted territories, even if that means leaping before we look. So that's like big fool card energy mm-hmm. of like, I just have to do this. It feels right. Mm-hmm. I can't explain why. I just know it needs to be done. And so that's like a little bit of courage, a little bit of bravery, into which that. I like. Yes.
1: I love that. I'm in a very like state of, I don't really care anymore. But then my therapist told me not to say that don't say you don't care, say you don't. She said something else, but I just still say I don't care.
0: <laughs> I don't have the capacity for that right now. I don't now. have the capacity
1: to change the way I speak in your, my lingo is wants to say I don't care. So that's working for me. But yeah, if I were a therapist, I'd probably be like, let's rephrase the way you're saying that. I'm like, lady, I'm fine. i just, let me talk. But yeah, no, I'm in a very, I don't care. I'm trying not to let go of, you know, the, maybe that's part of that too. Is like I'm letting go of what people think of me. Mm. I'm letting go of trying to please everybody on the internet. Mm. I'm letting go of all that because if I do that, it stifles the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying let's just say whatever we want to be disrespectful. I'm saying let's just not. Tr- I don't care. Mm-hmm. And to set, have separations with like my business and my personal life, and mm-hmm. to not think take things personally, et cetera, et cetera. But that's scary and that's like leaping before you look talk about just sort of throwing it all out the window you know i told you all i was a sea lion in another life like i do not care (laughs) that's a
0: part of it exactly being able to express your art you are an artist it's scary putting yourself out there and like showing your heart to the world through the things that you create and Mm. like wondering how people will receive it But I was in a really good group session yesterday with Kyron Armand and a message that he gave to one of the people in the group, and really it was for all of us, was like, your job is to focus on what brings you joy and not give a fuck about anything else. Yes. Period. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Period. As long as, you know, you are keeping your side of the street clean. Mm-hmm. You are honoring your alignment with this planet. Like just do what makes you happy. And you will find that that's the greatest service that you can bring to planet Earth in this mm-hmm. lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, and truly just being like, I just want to have fun and do fun things. I mm-hmm. want to create things that are fun. I don't want to think about it too much. And mm-hmm. I just don't. Mm-hmm. If you tell a Gemini person, I mentioned it again, <laughs> to think too much or to like, oh, it's not fun anymore. Mm-hmm. To be like, no, you got to proofread your essay. It's like, no, I don't. No, I, I just... only
0: turn in the final draft. No, <laughs> I only write the final draft.
1: I don't. <laughs> there is no mistake. There is no outline. <laughs> there is no outline. It is. That's it. And I'm done. And I'm hungry now. Like, that's it. Period. Like, that's how I operate. Mm-hmm. Even this, it's like, you know. Like when Mike edits it, I'm like, I don't want to listen to it again. <laughs> Some people, you know, and, and I yes. definitely offer you that option to be like, hey, does, do you want to I pro, I'd just be like, "Nope, I said what I said. I just it's already done. It's done. It's the energy was there and it's it's very. Mm. But the, you feel yeah.
0: that way now, but come a retrograde, but you co- might find exactly. Yes. But come
1: a retrograde. I might mm-hmm. be forced to sort of be revisit
0: like, something. Hey, yeah. And that's okay, you know. that's fine. Sometimes things aren't meant to be dealt with in the moment, and that's another lesson of retrogrades. It's like shit might happen, and then you have to come back to it later, and yeah, that's just the way it worked out this time. I'm writing the vibe, mhm-, and that
1: vibe will end mm-hmm. at some point, but i'm mm-hmm. um, it's it's like seasonal too, in the way that you know we're approaching midsummer, it's like peak. For me, it's like peak fun energy time. Absolutely. For most people, mm-hmm. I, they probably feel like, woohoo, it's summer!" Yeah. You know, and, in the
0: northern hemisphere. In the northern hemisphere, North yeah.
1: Asia. And I'm like, sorry, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget about that. <laughs> 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 For those of us in the
0: northern hemisphere, it's crazy. It's <laughs> <Earth's> crazy.
1: <laughs> and yeah, it. it it ebbs and flows and I'd be interested That's this is a larger question for not us probably but just mm-hmm. how how the planets and the retrogrades interact with the seasonal changes and like that's mm-hmm. a whole it's like when people are trying to solve crimes and they have just the strings of, yeah
0: like Charlie my brain right now is like Sunny yeah he's like <laughs> connecting all the lines yeah like that's literally what
1: I mm-hmm. and then I I go oh that's too much and then I just I gotta go, tap out <laughs> that's too much for me but it's fascinating that mm-hmm. that there are those of, of us that mm-hmm. are into that into it yeah and can keep track
0: the seasons i love it's talking about don't... the seasons yeah. yeah
1: so i wonder if the seasons have any sort of effect on retrogrades and planets and yeah or i'm sure the like the way effect. we
0: experience well, them
1: i think the seasons exist because of the sun and the moon yeah right? exactly so, I mean, yeah i wonder how the planets affect or if that's even been like studied right.
0: That's a lot. Someone smarter than us, can you (laughs) ponder (laughs) back? It might be
1: interesting
0: (laughs) to I guess like my best tips for moving through Mercury retrograde are A have patience with yourself. Um have patience with yourself, especially if you find that you're revisiting stuff that you already dealt with, that you already moved through, got over, resolved, because sometimes you just have to go back to square one and that's Mm -hmm. part of the game of life. Um, My next tip would be, give yourself some extra time before leaving the house. (laughs) If you have a flight and you're booking it, double check which air you know, your destination. Um, Your emails, like. mm -hmm. Make sure who you know exactly who that email or text message is going to before you hit send, double check. And that the files Triple are check. attached. Yes. Things like that. Yeah. If you've got a move, like do your due diligence and make sure you feel really good about this. And also like be open to the possibility that like this might not be the forever move for you, even if you have to do it right now. I've actually gotten I've started two different jobs, uh, muggle jobs during re- Mercury retrogrades, and both of them ended up being hilariously chaotic lmao but because of that they like boosted my earning potential my like jump from job to job boosted Mm, my earning mm -hmm. potential and when i finally got fired from my last industry job my unemployment situation was pretty great that's so like you know what sometimes you just have to give into the chaos that Mm. retrograde brings you that was a gift (laughs) it was a gift sometimes the chaos is a gift exactly (laughs) i love that
1: I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was thinking about all my shitty muggle jobs, and I was like, I wonder if they were like retrograde related. Right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I want to track my life, my past, you know, and see what red. That's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's what astrolog you pay astrologers to do, right? Absolutely. So you should support an astrologer. Support that knows, your local
0: astrologer. Support your local Absolutely. astrologer. And like, Hmm. you know, most great leaders, or at least most, um, quote unquote, successful leaders have some sort of astrologer behind Mm. them, making Hmm. the moves. Walter Mercado met with multiple.
1: Historically. mm
0: -hmm, Presidents, actors, celebrities. So having an astrologer by your side who you trust is a very powerful ally to have. Yeah. Mm hmm. Historically,
1: (laughs) a lot of there's a very interesting history with just kings and Mm -hmm. public figures that have been affected by astrology, astrologers, like um, magicians, Mm -hmm. you know, like advisors, like it's it's so interesting. Yeah, the way it's been affected by that. Mm
0: -hmm. I think the United States is in its Pluto return right now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. not Uranus. Not Uranus. Darn, I know. Sure feels like it sometimes. we in. Yeah, I feel like Uranus would be more fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Should do you have any interesting questions?
1: I have one that's uh, that makes sense for today. Okay,
0: let's do that one. Let's okay, do that one. That's, that makes a good one. Let's see. I'm gonna ditch this scarf that doesn't want to stay in my ditch hair. Ditch it all righty
1: jamie Lovestar asked how do you feel about doing spell work during an eclipse i
0: love talking about eclipses
1: <laughs> let's talk about eclipses
0: absolutely so i am a latin american diasporic person um my family comes from both the caribbean and all over this Place that is now called Mexico, and something that I've learned through studying with one of my teachers, Erica, Erica Buenaflor, is that our ancient Mesoamerican ancestors feared eclipses. Um, these were times, especially like the, when the sun gets covered by the moon, because like the mm. sun is our king, the sun is our life force. And for them to be shrouded in the mystery of the moon is kind of a scary time. But it was also believed to be the time when dangerous spirits were able to roam freely Uh, because this is all of our Earth. We have to remember this. There are seasons in which the uh, less than helpful spirits are free to roam. It's Mm. their time. Mm. And eclipses were one of those times because we were shrouded in darkness so it was best to stay inside and to protect yourself during those times also another thing that I know is popular among a lot of Mexican folk practitioners, and it might be popular in other parts of Latin America as well, but protecting pregnant women during eclipses, keeping them inside, mm-hmm. keeping the windows closed, all the curtains closed, and putting silver coins on their bodies to protect them from any malicious spirits that might be passing through. So they don't have demon babies? Exactly, yes. True literally. It's literally. <laughs> I've seen my omen. Omen. <laughs> Rosemary's baby. I've seen all Those movies, (laughs) it can weird shit can happen, man. Yeah, but like, I think it's really funny that we've been conditioned to be fucking terrified of Mercury retrograde, which is really a journaling prompt. True, and fire drill. We go outside with, like, solar glasses and stare at eclipses. We, like, literally invite the chaos into our life and stare directly at it, burning our retinas. Literally. <laughs> and parts of our souls, possibly. Not literally. Don't freak out, I everyone. mean, I don't but know. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Like, I, in my tradition, wouldn't cast a spell during an eclipse. Would I cast during mercury retrograde? I've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very particular about the type of magic that I will do during a retrograde, but yeah, absolutely, um, especially if it's stuff about healing, processing, transformation, revealing things. That's all great magic to do during Merc RX, if, if that's your thing. Um, but eclipses, I personally don't cast under. With that said, like, look to your ancestry. Because your ancestors' relationship to the celestial bodies will tell you exactly what you need to know. Mm-hmm. And depending on what part of the globe they're from, that will explain their relationship to these celestial entities. And you might discover that, like, your ancestors were like, fuck yeah, this is the time mm-hmm. to do the shit. Mm-hmm. And in which case, like, you should do it too. Um, but the most potent magic is authentic magic. And when Mm, you dig mm. deep into yourself and your blood and your connection to the earth, like that's when you can find those answers. So I guess my answer is not yes or no. I
1: totally agree with that. Absolutely. It's very interesting about the Latin American. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not know that, but I will tell you my little experience I just had with this fucking eclipse. (laughs) So, like I said, I've been, I've been depressed
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in a weird state, Mm -hmm okay don't worry but I like being open about it because you have to be I'm not you yeah. I'm not alone we okay? all go through I this. am not alone yes um and this the lunar eclipse that just happened
0: mm. mm-hmm.
1: I felt the weirdest energy from it but I but I felt like it was drawing out the desperately sad side of myself I literally stood there and stared at it for like an hour Mm. and I was chanting. I will not repeat what I was chanting in my head, but I felt like it was, it wasn't like I was possessed, but I was, it was not something I would do again. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting Mm because I was like transfixed on it and and it's cool to see. And, you know, it's not going to oh, burn your eyes one. at night.
0: Ah, yes. That and was an intense. Yeah.
1: It was. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It was so fucking weird. Yeah. Just the. It, it was like, OK, I was I was sort of because when I do spell worker rituals, a lot of the time I'll get a, an incantation or a chant going. Mm-hmm. And and I like to repeat that. I like yeah. the repetitive words. That's, yes.
0: That's magic. That's,
1: that's, that's like what a lot of people do. But that's it comes to me and what came to me i can't remember maybe i'll tell what it was it was like oh i can't remember. it was something about disappearing <laughs> yeah. it was something about disappearing but as i was chanting i I went i meant what i meant mm-hmm. it to be was not what it was turning into mm-hmm. and i think that's because the eclipse was mm-hmm. fucking crazy mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. and so i stopped and i was like oh we're not on the same page here, are we, Eclipse? <laughs> I think I'm gonna not say that anymore because when you say you want to disappear, it's like, not really a great thing. <laughs> it, that there's a lot of nuance with that statement. Okay, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want my like sadness to disappear. I want to disappear out of the state I'm in. Yeah, it
0: was sad, but it wasn't matching. But it was- wasn't matching. Yeah.
1: I was like, no, I don't want to go to like some weird dimension though. So I'm going to stop.
0: That's something like Like, it was very, very powerful. Yeah.
1: And as like a lunar witch, like a very heavy lunar witch, I was like, oh, I can fuck with this. And then I was just like, no, Mm -mm. you're not the moon I know right now. No, you're not the person I like the person. Yeah, I know right now. Like, I don't know who it's like when you hear stories about. Uh, like a glitch in the matrix or like a doppelganger. Mm
0: -hmm. I felt
1: like it was a weird doppelganger of the moon. Mm -hmm. So it was weird. Well,
0: and also like (laughs) when you think about, when we think about ourselves as humans being in a state that is different from our joy, Yeah. whether it's like a deep depression, however it comes through for you, like is an eclipse that moment for like mom and dad in the sky? Mm. and like right you know like they can't help us then yeah because Mm. they're not them their best selves truly that's what it felt like and i didn't go outside that night i i am california sober so i do occasionally still smoke (sighs) cannabis um oh no (laughs) keep me away from (sighs) (laughs) that. um (laughs) but that night my husband was like do you want to step outside with me and the spirits were like you're not going anywhere no (laughs) <laughs> They're like, I, you're going to wrap your head in white and you're going to stay inside. I felt, and I, this, did.
1: I felt this weird pressure to go and look at the fucking eclipse because everybody to go. Yes. and their mom
0: are, oh, are like,
1: have you seen it? Did you go outside and mm-hmm. look at it? i was like, no, not yet. And then I was like, I really
0: should because... I'm a witch what am I doing now looking at the eclipse
1: and I shamed myself into going outside Mm -hmm.
0: and I shouldn't have done that no your intuition already knew it
1: already knew Mm -hmm. and I was like "Eh, I'm sure it's great and I was like (laughs) it's like once in a lifetime thing you should see and I'm like fuck the peer pressure Yeah, literal witch peer pressure that's why I went outside and I'm very an advocate believer that if you do not feel like doing magic, don't fucking do it. Don't I don't care if it. the moon is full. I don't care if it's showing its anus or its Uranus.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't care what the moon is doing outside. If you're not feeling it, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't adhere to this whole like every full moon you have to do something yeah. bullshit. I don't I like that. So, but I did do. I I broke my rule.
0: Mm. But it was because like, like, we're just humans, you and, know?
1: like Quarantine and like oh we want to experience things together mm-hmm. and oh but it was weird
0: yeah i was like i don't like Mm -hmm. you
1: bye i was just like i'm gonna cut this off and just kind of
0: not everything is for us i think that's something humans really have gotten confused through like colonialism and patriarchy oh my god not everything is for everyone all the time
1: (laughs) and like and like you said the eclipse someone might have had a a fucking revelation during this this lunar eclipse and that is not to dismay you at all that is your experience Mm -hmm. and and if that's your culture's belief or whatever is beautiful and Mm -hmm. I would love to learn more about it and I'm not saying that's not my belief but that particular eclipse Mm -hmm. did not vibe yeah so I understand Mm -hmm. sort of what you're saying with with
0: the I was like oh this is like scary spooky eclipses are spooky it's like
1: the feeling I get on Samhain but like times a thousand where the veil is thin where you're like ooh, like tinglys and and things like I can feel that but this was like like i was just like in a whole nother i was like where am
0: i also with like Samhain we are invited to the party like it's Samhain yeah. it's like humans like and we're, spirits we're, collide and combine with yeah, the blood the moon party. that eclipse that was they're weird. like please don't come to like, this you're show not to this. <laughs> they said please don't come to this show we and people Samhain. are photographing it with their iPhones yeah. no thank you I'll, that's a hard pass for me but
1: <laughs> it's weird I love We'll Talk about Samhain. We'll do an episode. episode. Oh, yes, we are. I have so much fun shit. There will probably be more than one. (laughs) I love that it is a
0: party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to save all that, though. (laughs) So is it time for... Spirit Candy. Channeled messages from our spirit guides. So I channeled a little something through the tarot. And I was working with the Threads of Fate deck, which is also purple Mm. and delicious that's why i used it um and what i pulled was the seeker of swords and from another deck i pulled la grandiosa who's a mesoamerican fertility abundance uh deity Mm. right and i really love that the seeker of swords came through because Swords are the suit of air and associated with, again, Mercury. And I think that the Seeker of Swords, the Page of Swords, who's kind of lost with how to use it, is very Mercury RX vibes. Mm. Like, I have this message. What do I do now? Mm -hmm. Um, What came through was... The Seeker of Swords, like Mercury retrogrades, bring us sudden news. They may come through external influences, word of mouth, media, messages, emails, etc. Or through the Spirit, a sudden knowing, awareness, or clarity that you did not possess before. The truths that come to your awareness may not be the most comfortable or ideal. Sometimes our expectations don't match up with the realities presented to us. And that's okay. Rather than seeing this as a failure, and what is a failure anyway? Mm. Who decides this for us? Who decides that? Who decides? I'm here for this. Is it possible that this is an opportunity to reimagine all or part of the plan? Is it possible that this disruption, this pause, isn't to hold you back, but to help you realign your vision with your personal truth? The Seeker of Swords does not come to us alone. They arrive with La Grandiosa a Mesoamerican Earth deity of the realms of fertility, abundance, and the underworld, La Grandiosa reminds us that the sword is a seed, and that her soil is bountiful and dense with nutrients, that we may feel the sting of the sword's blade during a retrograde, but there's more for us than just this point of pain. The energy of movement is ripe with magic, And she invites us to take our reaction to our newfound clarity, to our awareness and channel it into tending our gardens of intention. You might not know what to do with the realization at the moment you receive it and that's okay. Take that confusion to the altar and ask for clarity or better yet, ask for guidance in how to respond to what you do know. Ask for guidance on how to respond to what you do feel. We're constantly receiving loads of difficult, sad, violent news. And yeah, when I channeled this, it was after the mm-hmm. shooting had happened. This week feels particularly amplified and heavy. The seeker of sword affirms that we might not know what to do with all of this information as it pours in. The seeker of swords takes imperfect action as best they know how. They keep their minds and hearts open to correction, to alternate perspectives and insights. La Grandiosa reminds us that even in the midst of difficulty, there are windows of opportunity with the realms of spirit, that we may hold our sorrows close, and hold our dreams close to. We can weep for what is happening, and we can pray for what is to come. She holds us while we mourn, and she invites us to drop our prayers and petitions into the pools of our tears. She tells us that it may seem difficult or pointless to even dream of a different future, but that it is our hope, our faith, and the, and the possibilities of a world beyond this that help us to take those dreams and bring them into creation. Something else that called out to me was the bird imagery of the two cards, Inviting us to literally give some attention to listening to the birds during retrogrades, especially, but all the time. Messengers of the heavens, Mm -hmm. the birds, especially during spring, talk not only to each other, but to those of us human beings who will listen. Like nature's own guided meditation, give it a try. They're happy to share their messages, insights, and wisdom. And their messages are abundant, I find that the birds are chattiest at dawn, but the blessing of springtime and summer is that you will hear them throughout the day. The spirit said, I love you. Your spirits love you. Your ancestors love you. Be sure to step outside today, if only for a few deep breaths.
1: Oh, that's so nice. It's a good one. It's a really Mm -hmm. good one. While you were saying that, I, I sort of got responses to that from Mm. from my spirits Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of like yes go back to when you're talking about going back to simplicity when you feel like take it to the altar it was like yes go back to simplicity Mm. like just don't try to analyze everything all at once and just take it where you feel safe Mm -hmm. and take it to, to your altar space and to just sort of lay it there and 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 that's an okay state to be in is Mm -hmm. to be like huh you know like to just be over overwhelmed and and having no answers and no Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah that just to feel supported in any way that you can feel Mm -hmm. supported that's and going and not trying to fix everything and analyze everything Mm -hmm. and have these like like you said what is failure anyway like what you know it's just like What is it anyway? It's Mm. like, whose standards are we abiding by? Just find peace where you can find peace.
0: Find peace where you can find peace, truly.
1: That's what I heard. Mm -hmm. And that's good because I didn't really have anything profound. (laughs) I mean, okay. Okay. I haven't been hearing a lot of of literal messages, Mm -hmm. but I've been... I've been getting messages, just mm-hmm. more visual. Like, I've seen a fuck ton of butterflies. Yeah. A fuck ton of butterflies. And I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, and I'm going to get a butterfly tattoo on my hand because of it.
0: That's so funny because I've no been way. obsessed with butterflies lately. The and then fuck? you posted about your nails and butterfly. Yeah, and, and I was I like, a, what's going on? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, okay, that's weird mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. maybe this is like a communal thing because yep. I got my nails done. got a little butterfly It's on my middle finger. It's I'm really not flipping cute. off. And... I was like i'm not like typically into butterflies
0: me either i'm not i feel like 90s tattoo culture made me anti-butterfly for a little while exactly but now
1: (laughs) i'm seeing them everywhere and and i see them in my backyard Mm -hmm. and i associate them with like my dead dog sometimes Mm -hmm. and fluttery things and and it was the the nail art was just a whim and then I started I could I'm having trouble sleeping which is weird for me because I'm a Taurus so <laughs> well I'm a Taurus rising but sleep is not an issue yeah we,
0: yeah. Touch, toes. we touch our toes sometimes <laughs> um
1: that's cute and I woke up this happened like four nights in a row I woke up and I sometimes I get hungry so I again I'm a Taurus, Taurus rising, rising
0: so I
1: I couldn't sleep and I'm like, is my blood sugar low? Do I need a PB&J? Mm-hmm. So I go in the kitchen, I look at the kitchen clock and it's 222. Uh. And I'm like, okay. Whatever. It's 222. Weird. The next night, I go in and same thing happens and I'm like, wandering around the house like a ghost. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I cannot sleep. And I look and I I'm up for a while. It's not like I wake up and I look at my phone or whatever and I mm-hmm. see the time. I walk in the kitchen and it's 333. And I'm like, what the fuck? And out loud I'm like, mm-hmm. interesting. You know, like my like asleep. Yeah. yeah. And then it happens again and it's four four four. And I go, what the fuck? <laughs> like, are you kidding me right now? So I've just been having these like angel number, uh, repetitive number mm-hmm. experiences. And I'm like, Okay, the so it's been creatures. nice. Yeah, so it was nice. And then I and then I was like, oh, I should. And I got the idea to get like a a humming a hummingbird, a butterfly, a butterfly tattoo yeah. on my hand. And I was like, oh, but maybe I'll get a, a toad or you know a little sprig of lavender, like something off my list, you know. And then I go to the mall yesterday, and I. I walk, I'm walking out of the mall and there's a girl wearing a butterfly shirt, a big ass butterfly on her shirt walking in. And that happened like two other times where I was just like, okay, (laughs) I hear you. My spirits would like me to get a butterfly tattoo. A transformation. Yeah. And to know that I'm, and I, like I said, I've been feeling better. Mm -hmm. They want me to know that I'm on the right path. I'm Mm -hmm. doing better. This is a transitional period. And I just thought that was a nice a nice message mm-hmm. and when you listen and pay attention to things
0: nature speaks to you
1: it's synchronicities mm-hmm. man
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so the caterpillar has to turn into a big puddle uh, of goo before they can be
1: truly i've a been a puddle of goo mm-hmm. and now i feel like I'm um, in this fit fa- doesn't mean forever i'm gonna be a butterfly but no, you know it's for now i'm like in a in a good place mm-hmm. so i thought that was a really uh, I'm sure many of you listening and watching have had experiences like that. into, mm-hmm. don't take them lightly. Don't just sure one time maybe be like oh, okay, but the if you're if you're real. kind of a skeptical, I'm oddly I'm not a skeptical person, but I'm but I'm was raised in a skeptical environment. Yeah, I like, mean, I, I grew
0: up I mean, Catholic, so we're also very. skeptical. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I'm not
1: like uh, I'm not. I like I don't want to say I'm a, I'm a healthy skeptic yeah. when it comes to things. Um, so yeah, with the first time I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, it's too. Oh my God. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. oh a goddess. <laughs> like, that's just not my energy. And I don't always look for the positive. I'm kind of, I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist. <laughs> and that's just how I am. But yeah, but with that, I was like, okay, this is undeniable. So sometimes there's just undeniable things and, and taking note of that. And connecting with that is such a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. and a beautiful way to live your life. And what a comforting thing, Mm -hmm. too. So I was really, I wanted to shout out my spirits on the pod. Be -hmm. like, thank you, guys. And I appreciate it. And you're great. And show some gratitude. And I thought that was very lovely.
0: Yeah, Um, I love that. um, Butterflies are magical.
1: Now I need Mm -hmm. more tattoos.
0: (laughs) Always. Always. (laughs) Always. so never enough <laughs> mm-hmm. well i thought that was great this was a good is a good episode this was a good conversation yeah it was very interesting i feel like we might end up revisiting retrogrades at some point maybe
1: maybe there'll be mm-hmm. some event where we need to yeah reconvene about this yeah, yeah
0: totally i think there's another mercury rx coming up this fall
1: fun mm-hmm. <laughs> no We're looking forward to it. We are.
0: (laughs) Looking forward to the reflection and the rest. Right. (laughs) Well, thanks for tuning in to Third Eye Bind. Be sure to give us a call on the Third Eye line. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. You can follow the podcast at third eye bind pod on Instagram. There, submit your questions via the third eye line by sending us a voice message or text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at Patreon.com/thirdeyebind. Third Eye Bind is produced and edited by Mike Realm, hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. and you can find Caitlin on Instagram at Spirit Garden Tarot.